This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news thanks to Race Fuels. From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need it. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus. Coming up, Mustang Makeover, a secret new look for the Gen 3 Ford. Adelaide alive again. Election results secures return of street race classic. Ferrari is back as Formula One starts a new era. Plus, MotoGP legend Valentino Rossi at Bathurst? It could happen. All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty. Hi there, race fans. It's a packed program full of news and views following a monster weekend of motorsport. First, a supercar's scoop. Next year's Gen 3 Ford Mustang racer will get the iconic coupe's coming new look. We can reveal that the Gen 3 Mustang prototype you've seen in testing is not the car that will be racing next year. That's because there's a new Mustang road car on the way and the Gen 3 Supercars version is to get its facelifted look. Codenamed S650, the updated Mustang will be unveiled around August, September as a 2023 model. It's a major revision with changed styling, but not a radical new look. Still, it'll be different enough that Ford doesn't want to race with the current shape. So new body panels will be homologated later this year before final VCAT aero testing to ensure parity with the Chevrolet Camaro. The seventh generation Mustang won't look a lot different to the existing S550 model, but Ford Performance in Detroit wants to keep the visual relationship with the production car. Behind the scenes, Ford Performance has been developing the revised shape for supercars with computer modelling. Mustang has been a sales success for Ford Australia, and the new model will be sold here next year in factory-made right-hand drive. It also looks like the supercars version will be the first racing derivative of the X650 seen anywhere in the world. Compared with the current mutant Mustang, supercars racer misshapen by the existing rules, next year's Gen 3 Ford will look just like the one you can buy. It won't be radically different to the Gen 3 prototype, but it will mirror the different body lines of the 2023 Mustang road car. If nothing else, the facelift for the racer is a sign of Ford's commitment to supercars for the next few years at least. By popular demand, the Adelaide 500 is set to return in early December. South Australians have voted in the Labor Party, whose election platform included overturning the decision to axe the iconic street race event. Adelaide motorsport identity Mike Drewer, a senior executive in the Parkland Circuit's halcyon Formula One and Supercars days, tells Parked Up Plus, it's all systems go for the 500's comeback. The promise will definitely be kept. Um, I have spoken uh, prior to the election with uh, Mr. Malinowskis. I met him on a number of occasions and uh, there is no doubt he wants the race back. And he stated again publicly this morning, the day or two days after the election, the race will be back in December. And uh, so it's all systems go. There must be a lot of excitement in the motorsport world in Adelaide, you know, to get the race back. There is a lot of excitement, and in fact, I think it's more than excitement. Adelaide, I think, has suffered uh, ever since it lost the Grand Prix a long time ago, but I think that pain 
uh, was still being felt. And the fact that it shot itself in the foot with its uh, now ex-premier actually dumping the V8 race, I think was uh, a blow that actually sort of touched the psyche of South Australia. So even though people aren't necessarily all involved in motorsport, I think it's a matter of a bit of pride for the state. So I think excitement and relief. As we revealed a couple of weeks ago, the South Australian Motorsport Board will be reinstated to run the Adelaide 500, which will become a great season ender for supercars. But while that solves one problem, it creates another. What to do with the Newcastle 500 this year? Ticket sales for Winton in late May are still being promoted, so that seems to rule out Newcastle then, doesn't it? Maybe August, September, or maybe not at all this year returning as the 2023 season opener. Global GT kingpin Stefan Rattel was at Phillip Island on the weekend, checking out the opening round of the Fanatec GT World Challenge Australia, presented by AWS. Rattel is now co-promoting the series with ARG, adding it to his worldwide portfolio of GT championships. The stylish Frenchman is bullish about the future of GT racing here, and also the Bathurst 12-hour, which he told Parked Up Plus is set to regain its status as a full international event in the traditional early February time slot next year. After much debate, we have uh, re restructured it a bit in, the, in a different way, making it a prime, mm. uh, a prime race, like it was some years ago. And, but we hope to come back in full strength in 2023 at the traditional date, uh, beginning of February. So that's the whole idea. But the plan is the to, plan to is restore to it to a full exactly, international event next exactly. year the, in the, February. The, 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 the plan is to restore the full IGTC calendar uh, with, uh, and with uh, uh, starting with Bathurst at the traditional date. The big draw card in the GT World Challenge Europe Series, starting at Monza in Italy next month, is retired MotoGP legend Valentino Rossi, who will be driving for the WRT Audi team. Rossi's switch to GT racing raises the exciting prospect of him competing in next year's Bathurst 12-hour. So, could we see Rossi at Mount Panorama? Well, Rattel says we'll just have to wait and see. Let's first walk before we can run. So uh, let him, let's see how it developed this season and what he will want to do next. So that's mm. the question you'll, you'll have to ask him, not, not to me. I, I, for the moment, it's fantastic to have him this year. Will he want to continue in GT racing, doing more global events like IGTC, option one? Will he want to go to Le Mans? Uh, WEC, LMP2, it's another possibility, so we will, we will see where that will lead. More from Stefan Rattel on his visit to Phillip Island and the big picture of World GT racing on Parked Up with Grant Rowley and Tony Delberto on Thursday. Supercars superstar Chaz Mostert is on a roll, scoring another win at Phillip Island in the GTs. Mostert joined Liam Talbot in a late call-up as he prepares for this weekend's Tasmania Super Sprint at Simmons Plains. So, will Chaz be tempted to do more GT events, particularly the Bathurst 12-hour? Uh, this, this year, I really wanted to try and scale back a bit of racing. Um, probably overdid it a little bit last year. Um, but it's always hard to say no once you put the helmet on and, and 
drive these race cars. They're a lot of fun, these GT3 cars to drive. So this weekend was purely to help out, help out Liam and, and the team here at NPC um, with, with not having a driver last minute. So, But I've also already enjoyed this weekend so far before we even started the racing. So look, I'll never say never that I won't do any more. Um, but I'd, like I said, I need to scale back this year from what I did last year. But we'll see what happens. No plans. No plans at this stage. Just on this point, um, racing a lot helps, doesn't it? Keep, keeps you sharp. So you say you want to scale back, but it's it's a bit of a dually sword, isn't it? Because if you do more racing, that makes you sharper. Yeah, it is. But life, uh, racing's not everything in life as well. So you need balance in any type of work. It is. I mean. Yes, we live the dream, we race race cars, but it's also not everything. So um, sometimes you need that downtime, you need that time to be at home. Last two years have been pretty tricky for us from a supercar point of view. A lot of weekends on the, the roads, you know, week back-to-back -back weekends racing. It's been very unnormal for us as, as race car drivers in that category. So um, this year, I hope it goes normal for us, but I love to spend some time at home. I've got a beautiful family at home and, um, yeah, love to try and spend a bit more time with that. Mostert is leading the Supercars Championship after a strong start at Sydney Motorsport Park. He also told Parked Up Plus that Simmons' plays will be a test of whether he and Walkinshaw and Dretti United are going to remain in the thick of the title fight. Um, oh, I, I'm not really sure, you know. Like, you got to look what Shane did to us last year. He was just hot on the form. He was great everywhere. So, look, if we could come out of Tassie and we're still come competitive and we're happy with our package and we do some changes and the car's still reacting to those changes and we can get ourselves up in that top five consistently through the sessions and yeah as a team you start to build that confidence that you can do it week in week out so it's probably take a couple of rounds to get that mindset but um you know being able to come from Bathurst um to SMP get some good results so we just get a couple more rounds under our belts and I'd like to say that the belief will be there to, to keep pushing forward but we still need a couple more rounds yet. Entertaining as ever, there will be a lot more from Chaz Exotic on Parked Up. Racing cars need racing fuel, and Race Fuels is the best, most convenient way to power through your next meeting. Our famous Elf Race 102 is the control fuel of choice for the Touring Car Masters. It's available at the Bowsers, at Sydney Motorsport Park and the Bend, and it's available in drums at Winton. Imported direct from France, Elf Race 102 is affordable horsepower. For more details, head to racefuels.com.au. Welcome back. Supercars legend Marcus Ambrose was busy at Phillip Island overseeing GRM's entries in TCR, S5000 and Trans Am. Ambrose will also be on the go at Simmons Plains this weekend, doing demos in the Gen 3 Mustang prototype and working on the broadcast. The Tassie Devil may be retired, but with a Bathurst six-hour cameo, don't call it a comeback. With that cameo looming, it seems he just can't stay away. Of course, Ambrose begs to differ. Uh, well, I know it's still being developed, so I know probably what I drive is not the final product. Um, yeah, but I'm interested to see the car. I haven't seen the car. Uh, I'm interested to see if I can fit in it with all the changes apparently they've done to it. I'm interested to see what the horsepower is all about and the handling and yeah, I mean, we're doing rides. It's a bit of a PR exercise, but at the same time, it's going to be fun to jump in one and just see what it's all about. So you still like getting your backside into a race car, don't you? 
Well, yes and no. I mean, my days of driving, are, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much happy with, you know, what I've done. Um, I'm doing the six hour with George and Andrew Medici just because I want to. Um, it's not a comeback, it's just because I'm good friends with them and we've done a lot of stuff in the past and a bit of a celebration of the car build at JRM for them for the, for the six hour. Um, and then I'd agree to do the TV for supercars at Simmons and then they say, well, can you drive the car as well? It's like, yep, I hadn't thought much about it. I just said, okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm happy to jump in. It kind of, in my role now at GRM, which I'm really enjoying, uh, it is keeping me somewhat relevant to feel the cars, not at speed, but at least I'm driving the cars and I've got some appreciation of what the current generation cars are like. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be a fun thing. It won't be a giggle, but it certainly won't be serious either. I think it's just a chance for me to drive it and uh, we'll do a bit of PR around it and um, you know, take a few rides around the track. More from Marcos in an upcoming episode of Parked Up. Okay, in other news, Triple Eight's threatened legal action against Grove Racing has gone quiet. It challenged their former championship winning race engineer, David Couchy's return as Grove Racing team principal asserting he's breached the terms of his contract by not serving his full gardening leave requirement. Now, we've learned that Couchy will be back at the helm at Simmons Plains as the Mustang team continues car and engine development to lift David Reynolds and Lee Holdsworth up the order. Now, speaking of whom, both their drives could be up for grabs at the end of the year. Reynolds will be out of contract and Holdsworth is on a one-season deal. Grove Racing's intention is to promote young Matt Payne next year and two into three just doesn't go. In Formula One, the Michael Massey saga continues. The FIA's full report into last year's Abu Dhabi Grand Prix right or wrong controversy ostensibly exonerates Massey, but it still doesn't explain why the respected Aussie official was dumped as Formula One race director. It's claimed negotiations are ongoing about his future role at the FIA, but after being hung out to dry, staying there, well, it just seems untenable. Massey was replaced at the season opening Bahrain Grand Prix over the weekend by a phalanx of people, with the race proceeding without major intervention by race control. Few, they'll all be saying. Which leads us into a wrap-up of a huge weekend in motorsport, headlined by the start of Formula One's new era of more raceable cars. Here's Grant Rowley with more on that and another big result for Scott McLaughlin amid a fest of action. A fascinating opening round of the Formula One World Championship was held in Bahrain. On the back of a highly debated and controversial season finale at Abu Dhabi, plus a new generation of cars, the anticipation for the start of a Formula One season has never been higher. Ferrari scored a 1-2 result in the 57-lap race, with Charles Leclerc leading home Carlos Saints in an entertaining race that was punctuated by the failings of champion team Red Bull when both of its cars suffered mechanical problems while in the hunt for podium positions. Seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton finished third, while Australian driver Daniel Ricciardo was a lowly 14th in his McLaren. Scott McLaughlin continued his dream start to the 2022 IndyCar series, but was pipped at the line in a thrilling finish in Texas. The former Supercars champ finished second to teammate Joseph Newgartner after Newgartner made a bold move around the outside stick on the final lap. McLaughlin continues to lead the series ahead of Australian star Will Power, who finished fourth in Texas. 
Phillip Island played host to round two of the Speed Series, part of the Shannon's Motorsport Australia Championships. In TCR Australia, young Audi driver Jay Hansen won Saturday's race before Fabian Coulthard took two race wins on Sunday. Coulthard was pleased with his win. Two race wins in TCA, your first race wins, that must feel good. It does, you know, obviously the first one today was a reverse grid, so um, it was nice to win, but nice to win outright when all the, all the quick guys are at the front. So had a great battle with uh, Will Brown, nice, clean and fair, and it was good to come away with a win. Coulthard's Honda teammate and Parked Up's own host, Tony Delberto, leads the TCR series after two rounds. In GT World Challenge Australia, Chaz Mostert and Liam Talbot took the first one-hour race, while reigning champion Yasser Shahin and German ace Christopher Mees took the spoils on Sunday. S5000 saw three different race winners. James Golding, Tim Macro and Joey Mawson grabbed a piece of silverware each and are now just separated by three points in the Gold Star title fight. Trans Am saw some fantastic racing, with Owen Kelly taking two wins and Nathan Hearn the final race. Hearn leads the standings ahead of Tim Brook. And in Formula Ford, Sonic Motor Racing's Valentino Astuti secured all three victories. The son of Sam Astuti was in white-hot form, although he was made to work hard for the wins in three tough races. The event saw 14,980 guests attend over the three days, a record crowd for any Shannon's Motorsport Australia Championship event. In MotoGP in Indonesia, Miguel Oliveira took the win with Australian Jack Miller in fourth and Remy Gardner down in 21st. William Byron won the NASCAR Cup Series race in Atlanta, while Kiwi Earl Bamber, Alex Lynn and Neil Yanni won the famous 12-hour of Sebring. When too much motorsport is never enough, that's the racing wrap from home and abroad. I'm Grant Rowley, reporting for Parked Up Plus. A much quieter weekend ahead, supercars at Simmons Plains and the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix. And it's fewer than three weeks to go until the return of the Formula One Australian Grand Prix. We're all getting excited, aren't we? Okay, here's something interesting. In what's believed to be a motorsport world first, Motorsport Australia has switched to digital passes for competitors, officials, media and guests at all its events. The system debuted at the Shannon's Motorsport Australia Championships opener at Phillip Island over the weekend. Hard card season passes have been replaced by digital IDs stored on your smartphone. Motorsport Australia, the governing body, is ahead of the game on this, leading the rest of the world, well, as far as we can tell anyway. It's environmentally friendlier and saves money. Seemed to work well at the island, but bigger tests are yet to come. Finally, Chaz Mostert turned up at the island with his mohawk restored to its full bottle blonde glory. So what happened to the blue do? Well, actually it was teal. The one he sported at Sydney Motorsport Park a couple of weeks ago. What's going on, Chaz? Uh, the teal was for the first round for, for Optus and, and the bet we made at Bathurst for, for charity. So um, like I was saying before to you, keeping up with um, white bath towels and uh, white pillow slips and all that kind of stuff is uh, not that cost effective for blue hair, definitely when it bleeds out. So um, just go back to blonde like we are at Bathurst, um, keep the whatever look I've got running on. I know it's a mohawk or a mullet or what it is, but uh, some hybrid version of that and just keep having fun for the year. It's who I am. That's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley and Tony Delberto on Thursday for more lively discussion and debate 
on local and international racing. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to another Network R production. 